What's up, guys? TruckDriver101.com. Big Ken here. Let's get down to business. We're going to talk about profit, loss, and revenue of the trucking industry. Actually, we're just going to talk about revenue. So, Covenant made $173 million. That is a first-time employee company. Heartland Express made $156 million. First-time employee company. J.B. Hunt doesn't hire first-time employee guys. $1.94 billion, up from $1.63 billion. Night Swift Transportation... Uh, they are up 1.271 billion. So you have 1.5 billion for Landstar, which Landstar really is the company that made the most money because they don't have any employees. All their guys are independent contractors, which is genius to me because when you make 1.5 billion and you have a handful of employees to split it with, the rest goes to you, baby. <laughs> You get to cash them big checks, baby. So we got Snyder. Snyder, $1.14 billion. You've got, let's see, U.S. Express, $125 million. Warner Enterprises, El Chipo. <laughs> I'm just a joking. Warner Enterprises, $562 million. That is the profits of 2018. That was the first quarter. I thought that was extremely interesting how they are all reporting increases. Nobody's having a loss, okay, which is is bomb. Many of them are investing in better equipment, basically getting more automatic trucks, which is the bane of my existence. (laughs) But Yeah, but I thought that was interesting, though. Like Everybody wants to be the mega carrier, right? Everybody wants to be the mega carrier. But if you notice, the guys who really dominate who really kick ass who really are in that billion dollar mark they're not just the the company you know they, they, it's not the, it's not about the company drivers they do more like landstar is a brokerage basically plus they've got drivers contracted to them right so they're full service and that's really where the money is but when i look at those record profits it's, it's like do you think that that's equivalent to the the increase and pay because obviously companies like warner that's you know all the first-time employee companies are going to still stay low because most of their drivers don't have an experience but at the same time is it matching up to the 30 something cents that they're paying is it matching up to the 40 cents they're paying i mean we've seen a, a pretty big increase and there are companies out there paying 60 cents a mile like some of the companies that i didn't name are paying 60 cent a mile but they're in the hundred million dollar range, right? So, kind of seems like if you're in the billion dollar range, your driver should be top notch, paid to the hilt. And we all know that's not necessarily the case. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you know, always remember they're in the they're in the game to get rich, not make you rich. <laughs> they didn't wake up this morning like I got to make Joe Billy some money. But I just wanted to let you guys know. That these dudes are out here making billions, right? Off their freight you're hauling. So the next time you get all flustered and, and pissed off and say there's no money in the trucking industry, as you guys like to say sometimes. It's money. Yeah, you just ain't making it. <laughs> and the guys that you see making it, that was twenty years in the making. Most of those companies started twenty years or more ago. There's money to be made. The question is, what are you doing? Right? That's the key. 
you want to be like the mega carriers because if i could choose to be a mega carrier i want to be landstar because like i said landstar has nobody to split their money with they ain't got no taxes to pay all their expenses are really paid for by their employees and the only way their employees get any check or any money is if they work and if they don't work they don't get paid that's some beautiful shit that's the fucking beautiful model fuck having company drivers there's no point in having a company driver <laughs> right because out of all that revenue i just named you realize a crap ton of that is going to pay uh, uh, uh self-employment tax um or social security a lot of that's going to he- uh, health care and benefits all that money for landstar is not it, they paying for that they pay the, the employees are paying their health care the employees are paying their taxes you ain't got to do shit <laughs> that's who made the money Landstar did. But anyway, enough of that. I thought that was interesting. I do think that, you know, there's an article that said the companies are making record profits, but they're not sharing enough with the drivers. I think they're sharing enough. You know, I think we're we're definitely in an increase. I mean, I'm making more money. Everybody out there is making more money. But the thing is, the reality is what goes up must come down. You know, these companies can't depend on this 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 situation especially for taking us to our next story the fmcsa changing the hours of service the fmcsa is changing the hours of service so they're starting a study now to look at basically uh, the current uh, whether they splitting up the 10-hour break would be a good idea then they're also looking at the 14-hour whether they should extend it at the same time, they're also looking at getting rid of the 30-minute break, the dreaded, hated 30-minute break. No one likes this rule. No one does. It was the, it, It's not an intelligent rule. Let's get rid of that rule because this is going to be the first overhaul of the hours of service that has been done in 15 years, right? We've had little increments, new rules. This is the first one. Right when I first got in the industry, that's when they really overhauled it, and I remember all the old timers were mad, <laughs> even though the old hours of service were impossible to understand. Uh, it it was bad. It was bad. I think the new hours of service are great. My the the hours of service I want to see. And by the way, if you they're taking in comments right now, they took in comments at GATS. They're taking in. They're still taking in comments. You can go to regulation.gov or the FMCSA's website, and you can go there, and they will, you can find information about how you can comment. Okay, uh, some of it is sending letters. Some of it is going to have links to websites. This is the beginning stage. They haven't gotten everything out there just yet, so give them some time. This is probably going to start now. And it won't end up we won't end up probably hearing about anything about it till probably sometime next year. But if I could change the hours of service and I know you want to change the hours of service. Right. What would you change it to? Because if it was up to me, the hours of service would be very, very, very simple. (laughs) Very, very, very simple. I keep the 14 hour. I break up. I would allow you to stop the clock with a two hour break in the sleeper. Right. And at the end of the day, I would take the 30 minute break, put it on the goalpost and kick it, <laughs> kick it right on there. Kick it on out the front though. Kick it on his ass. Fuck you. 30 minute break. Fuck you and your mama. <laughs> the 30 minute break is the worst thing ever conceived in ever, 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 ever conceived it is horrible. 
That's what I would do. The only other thing I would do is I would also create a law that said when there is a record breaking storm for 24 hours, when it begins, trucks cannot deliver or move. They have to either get out of the area or park and weather the storm. There are no deliveries allowed at that point. That's what we ought to do. Why do I feel that way? I know all the macho truckers going, I'll drive through storms and hail and rain of fire like a nut job. That is stupid. Do you realize how many drivers die? How many accidents do we have for the five, 15, 20 storms that we might have this year? 20 storms. We're probably going to lose hundreds of trucks. Represents probably the majority of fatalities and accidents that happen in the industry for a storm that probably won't last more than 24 hours. If you gave it one 24 hour period, you'd be able to go and do what you got to do. So to me, (laughs) when the record breaking ice comes, when it's 30 below, right? Or we're going to get 75 feet over there in uh, California. Oh, I hope not California. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 75 feet of snowfall in california is you you have to worry about getting on the freeway people would be dying they wouldn't know what to do they, they wouldn't have the clothes <laughs> but anyway in new york that's going to happen next year we know the snow is coming to michigan indiana pennsylvania all those states we know it's coming right just stop just stop it <laughs> you know like Ah, it just frustrates me because it's like every time you you drive through right seeing the ice storms or whatever you see all those trucks pulled over on the side of the road flipped over and everything you realize none of that shit had happened like literally if they just waited 24 hours nine times out of ten they'd have been made a delivery they'd have gotten what they needed and they'd have been on their merry way and also pay attention rookie drivers if you notice, all these record-breaking profits and truck drivers, company drivers, and on operators have all made good money. Go look through everybody's videos, $3, $4 a mile. They've talked about it a million times, right? Watch how many of them be crying when December and the end of November hit. Slow time. Watch how many of them be crying. I ain't got no money. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Man, trucking this bullshit every year. <laughs> Every year, every year, YouTube truckers, YouTube owner operators. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck. Many of you, not naming no names, right? But many of you have a problem that when November hits and December hits and January hits and February hits, y'all act like y'all didn't know that shit was coming. It happens every single year. Slow time. Slow time is coming. Okay. Save a couple dollars now. Put that at you still gonna make some good money now. Okay? But it's going to be slow money. Understand, we have five weeks in November. On one hand, people gonna have an extra week to shop. But on the other hand, that's five weeks before Christmas. It's gonna be a, like a lull in December. People are going to be bullshitting. You're gonna see a big I can I'm in my opinion, you're gonna see a huge slowdown in December because there's five weeks in it companies are not going to they're not going to feel the crunch to get shit done before december because they got a whole extra week so and plus you know slow times coming right you know these things guys 
prepare for it. All right? I don't want to hear you on YouTube talking about you ain't got no money. How you going to make that fuel? How you going to make that no? Do it now, dummy. <laughs> you should have been saving. Don't you think it's ridiculous? June, what What was it, May? You were making $4 a mile. Y'all were bragging. Y'all be, you're all bragging. All right? So when the slow time comes, I won't hear nobody talking about it. I won't hear it. I want I want you to swear on your you swear. I will not complain. I will not be a whiny bitch <laughs> over the slow time, right? I won't. Else I will run my truck in a ditch. <laughs> I will not be a whiny bitch. <laughs> I will say it. Say it with me. I will not be a whiny bitch. Or I will run my truck into a ditch. <laughs> right. I will not be a whiny bitch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, record breaking profits, and I just know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. There are gonna be drivers, even company drivers do it. But to be an owner operator and to be, you knew it. <laughs> you got all these years' experience. You knew it was coming. What goes up must come down, brother. Come on, save a couple of dollars. Next thing I want to talk about is something I saw on YouTube, and I'm just going to tell you. I'll link the video down below in the video if I remember. But on YouTube, I'm watching a guy who does this videos where he rebuilds um, Teslas, Tesla cars. And this guy got a Tesla that was totaled, I guess, or considered totaled. And he basically repaired the Tesla himself. He goes into Tesla to get some maintenance done. Now, up until this point... I'm just following a story. And then he goes into something that I did not know about Tesla. Tesla treats their cars like cell phones. And if they deem the car dangerous or it's a rebuilt or salvage in any way, they will block you from charging your car at their superchargers. They will not honor the warranties on the car and they will basically brick your fucking shit. Your $100,000 vehicle or $80,000 or $43,000 vehicle can be bricked if they don't feel that you have fulfilled their safety beliefs of the vehicle. Now, when I heard this, (laughs) and then the guy goes on with the story, the guy goes into the, um, I'm going to go finish the story. The guy goes into the, the, um, the guy takes his rebuilt Tesla into the shop. He goes into the shop. The, the owner of the shop is like, hey, we got a work order on that vehicle and we're willing to we're going to honor the warranty. He said, cool, great. I'll be back to get it. Him and his wife leave and they come back and they go get the truck. And the guy says, sorry, we can't honor the warranty. Now, the guy told you to work. You weren't going to have to pay for it. Now you got to pay for it. In fact, you got to pay $10,000 for it. The guy's like, I ain't got that kind of money. Man, you told me. And then the guy agrees. He says, you're right. So he he talks to the guys and like, you're right. So he gets in the car. He leaves. He leaves. Then they brick it, basically. They stop it. They prevent him from supercharging the car. They prevent him from, um, they won't send any updates to the car. Right. So basically, they pretty much bricked his vehicle because right now, the only place to charge the shit is that Tesla. 
So now we come to what was in, what was killing me in the video. I, I want you guys to see this video too. What was killing me in the video was the guy kept the guy who's doing the talking about the the situation who rebuilds Tesla's black guy. He continues to talk about Tesla like a crazy person. Like, don't give up on Tesla yet. Come on, you can do this. I'm sitting there like, is he insane? Like, there's nothing I would ever buy or get from Tesla. That was insane to me. That was insane. I mean, I get he bought a used one and it's got work, but the fact that you can brick someone's shit, because there's only really Tesla's charger. Yeah, he could take it home and get it charged. Right, but at the end of the day, he can't go anywhere. Imagine if somebody could say you can't go to any gas station. Think about that shit. Now, this dude is entering trucking. He's coming to the game. He's coming into trucking with his trucks. I'm just curious. Do trucking companies, you think trucking companies know that this dude can brick your shit? He can literally be, his company could be Tesla's company i should say elon musk he isn't in charge of the whole company right but this company can break your shit though that's the thing so literally they could be like uh there's a dispute over a warranty happens all the time in trucking but then it can be like your truck can't supercharge and you can only get it repaired at tesla <laughs> it's crazy and this is and people are buying these trucks walmart bought these trucks I can't believe this shit. I cannot believe this guy. You can buy a truck, and because I mean, but again, then again, he owns the gas stations. He's the only place you can go. And I mean, this is definitely gonna have a story where he bricks someone's fucking truck either by mistake or on purpose. And it's going to be a little different when you piss off a billion dollar trucking company or a million dollar trucking company or or a company like Walmart who bought a significant amount of their vehicles. That shit is fucking crazy. I cannot believe he can brick your vehicle like a cell phone. He can literally say no updates, no charging, nothing. Would you buy this vehicle? Would you buy an electric truck? And this and this is the funny part is this power really extends beyond that because you got to remember the sale for the newer Tesla shit is autonomy. That's the big sale. You, you won't have to drive the vehicle. It'll drive itself. Is it going to drive itself to the fucking repair shop, shut down and be like, when you pay the bill, sir, I'll start up and take you home. The car you paid for. That's the other part. You paid for it. And he could just decide, brick that shit. (laughs) I shouldn't say he. Tesla can just decide, brick it. It's done, which is crazy crazy you spending a hundred thousand dollars on a fucking tr- on a car there are teslas right now that cost a hundred grand the teslas that cost 40 something grand i mean that's they're nice little vehicles and shit but i can't believe the guy can just brick your shit and this is the thing i always warned about with this autonomy shit they don't realize the power you're giving a corporation over your life this is this literally perfect example of a dispute that's all this is a fucking dispute and this guy's vehicle is a brick 20 i think he spent twenty thousand. he spent several thousand dollars on this vehicle it is sitting and it cannot really be moved cannot be moved because of a disagreement he had with a guy who agreed to take a bill 
and and give him the warranty and you know basically say the bill doesn't exist and then change his fucking mind and now your shit is bricked it's bricked you 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 understand how crazy that is that's insane it's bricked you, my vehicle <laughs> is bricked uh and this is coming to the trucking industry. So all you guys who, when I originally talked about it, said you were so excited for this shit, right? Are you excited now? <laughs> I'm just curious. Are you ready to get your shit bricked? Miss that note? Get shit bricked. <laughs> right? Just disagree about the warranty? Get it bricked. Right? Something's wrong with the truck. Call a tow truck at the super station because your shit's bricked. <laughs> That's the way it is. Oh, my God. Good luck with that Tesla shit. <laughs> I don't hate Tesla as a company. I still think there's some serious problems with it. Uh, my pro- my pet peeve with Tesla's uh, vehicle design, from even for the semis, is that they encase it in a uh, titanium case to prevent the lithium-ion batteries from getting wet because lithium-ion that gets wet can overload, a.k.a. explode. The problem I've always had with this situation is if it explodes, right, if it gets wet, anybody in trucking knows that our trucks are never built perfectly. They never are. The windshield leaks, the the roof leaks. There's always a problem. So you're telling me that you you you're building semi trucks with all the other vehicles you build as well, and they're all going to come out perfect. Seems like to me the vehicle needs some type of indicator to show that it's overheating. Whether that means the metal changes color, whether it means a warning sound comes on, it needs some type of indicator showing that if there's a crack in the titanium case that it it is possibly going to fucking explode while the tow truck driver may be trying to tow your bricked vehicle or your uh, damaged vehicle so it could go be repaired by Tesla. But whatever. One, what do you guys think about hours of service? Do you think we need, uh, what do you think we need in hours of service, right? What do you think, right? Do you think we need longer to drive, shorter to drive? What do you think, right? Two, do you think the trucking companies with all those billions of dollars and millions of dollars they made this year, do you think they're paying us enough? I think we've gotten a significant amount of raise. I think it's good enough. Some of you guys may not. Um, to me, if you say you don't believe that, then you're working for the wrong company. You need to rethink where you work, you need to do better research. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but um, what do you think about that? Do you think they're paying us enough? Do you think we should be paid more? And the thing about pay to me is like it's irrelevant because the car haulers out there to pay you amazing amounts of money and they still have problems getting people to get their ass in the seats. Um, I think it's just poor research personally, but what do you think? And lastly, would you buy a Tesla knowing they can brick it? (laughs) They can brick your fucking car. They can cut your car off. They own most of the gas. There's no place else for you to fuel. And this is coming to trucking. They're going to trust this. Yeah. So anyway, guys, that is the show for this week. I didn't do a break one. Well, you know what? I am going to do a break one. Let's talk about 
the discussion I heard about where people were like, should you pay for trucking advice? Here's my opinion on it. As a guy with a book, oh, this is a break one nine. Any break one nine, I'll tell you whatever I want. You may not want to hear it. So check out. <laughs> okay. Now, I want to know, right? First of all, let me explain something to you. When you when you get into trucking, everyone is going to give you free advice, but no one's going to give you in-depth detailed advice. Guys like Red Viking Trucker, guys like me and others who will give you detailed advice, we charge sometimes a fee. I charge $2.99 for my little audio book that is two hours long. And it's a walkthrough of how to get into trucking so you don't make, you make a lot less mistakes. Why did I create that? One, I did it so I could merge all the information on YouTube out of 400 videos down to a small amount of information that is actually directly helpful to you. Two, I did it because it makes it very easy for the person who doesn't want to listen to podcasts, YouTube videos, and don't want to tune in weekly. They just want to come on, get something, go, and become a truck driver. You listen to that for two hours, you will have that ability, okay? It's basically to help you. Now, when other people give you that kind of plan or that kind of direction, it takes time, it takes effort, and they're doing it for their own personal reason. The problem I have is when people forget that this is all a choice. You don't have to go to Red Viking Trucker and order anything from him. You don't have to go to Truck Driver 101 and buy that book. You can listen to 400 videos and figure it out. like many people have had to do if that's what you choose to do okay you definitely can you can go and get go through 400 videos and figure it out buddy okay but or you could just take the book listen to it for two hours and take that action that i put in the book and follow it through and you will be more successful than most people doing that i'm saying this so you understand why we do it okay Because even if it's somebody on a conference call like Red Viking Trucker, he's giving you his information. He's taking time out of his busy day. He's giving you a step-by-step plan to help you through the process. Right? Now, you can go to a truck stop and you can ask people to help you. But here's the problem. They're not going to be there tomorrow. Or they're eventually not going to be there all the time. I mean, think about it. If I met you at a truck stop and I paid you no money, gave you nothing, Right, and I, I want you to hold my hand and walk me through this process. Right? That's what I want you to do. Am I going to get your best advice or am I going to get your free advice that you give out to everybody? Get your free advice. Because you're not going to spend your time away from your family, your kids, and all that stuff just to, to help me out. You're not. You're going to give me information, which is nice and kind to do, but you're only going to give it to me that makes it easy for you, right? When I sat down and did my book, I had to go through and be like, okay, how do you start? Okay, when you start, what's the biggest problems? Okay, I'm breaking each thing down. That's why that exists. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm focused on getting you started, right? And I charge you two bucks and 99 cents. And what that does is it helps keep everything around that I have to pay for hosting and all that shit, right? that I pay for, so the next guy gets help. Now, for those who charge more than me, they're doing it because they view their time as being valuable, and they're not going to give you free time. Now, you, like I said, you will find free people people out there willing to give you free time, but I guarantee you the value won't be the same. When someone pays you, you work harder. 
<laughs> you work harder. Also for us, it prevents us from wasting time because a lot of people are curious about trucking. And they don't really want to become a truck driver. They just want to ask 9,981 questions. (laughs) So in that case, putting a little money in the game makes you serious. So for all of us, it's a little different. Always remember, whether you agree with me or not, you don't have to buy it. You don't. You can take in and go through all 400 of my videos and take out tidbits. You can go to Red Viking Trucker. He gives away a lot of information. You can go get tidbits from him. Or you could just be smart, get the shortcuts <laughs> that they offer, that I offer, he offers, and other people offer, and go straight to action and getting shit done. But that's your decision. Now, I'm not saying free advice is worthless. I'm just saying, think about it. When do you work the hardest for somebody? Do you work the hardest or answer or figure out problems the best when you're doing it for free? Or do you do it best when you're being paid? I'm going to do a new book eventually. And when I do the new book, it is going to be better directed. It's going to have interviews. It's going to be breaking down CPAs. It's going to break down lawyers. It's going to talk about the IRS. It's going to talk about a lot more stuff, right? A lot more stuff that I've learned since then. It'll even be a little bit longer, okay? And it will probably be more expensive because I will view the information as being more valuable, Right. And at the same time, it will also push people for further faster. And all that will help me keep that money. It's going to go to keeping me doing this, whether it's giving me a nice cup of coffee, because, again, I only charge two dollars and ninety nine cent. Right. Or whatever is going to keep me incentivize me to keep putting it out. Right now, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. And if anybody doesn't like that, it's your choice to buy it or not. It's your choice to download it or not. No one's forcing you to do it. No one believes you have to do it. Right. It's your decision. Acknowledge that part. Okay. Acknowledge is your fucking decision. It's not my decision. I am not your master. Right. So that's how I feel about it. Right. Talk about how you feel about it. (laughs) But that's how I do it. I don't give away all my time for free. I'm going to charge you at least two dollars and ninety nine cents. Others are going to charge you more. So that's the little break. One nine little rant a little bit. But anyway, talk to you guys later. Truck driver one on one dot com.